Hey guys and gals, welcome back to another episode of the Christian Apologist Podcast. I'm so glad you could join us. I know it's been a while since I've uh, sent out a podcast, but um, there's a few reasons for that, and I'll just give them to you real quick. Is uh, One, I was in the process of writing a book, and uh, thank God above that uh, a publisher has accepted it, so it should be out within six to eight months. I will keep you updated on that. Um, two, uh, as a full-time job, I uh, fix oil rigs. That's what I do for an actual living is fix oil rigs. And summertime is my busiest time. And so sometimes I can't help but work sometimes seven days a week. And sometimes it feels like even more. Sometimes I feel like I work eight days a week. But uh, that's why I've had an absence of uh, podcasting and YouTube videos and everything else. But I am still around. I am still here. I've had a lot of people... Uh, commenting on our Instagram and uh, sending me emails asking me if I was still there. People on YouTube asking me if I was still around, if I was okay. And yes, I am doing great. Um, I hope you are all doing well. Um, Hopefully you're all surviving this uh, pandemic that we're going through. But today I want to talk about end times. It seems to be a big, big subject nowadays as uh, end times, especially with everything that's going on. And people wanting to know, is this the end times? Is this when Jesus is going to come back? Is this when the rapture is going to happen? And first and foremost, I would like to say this is when the end comes and when the rapture happens, I have no idea. Like I'm totally clueless on this. But what I do know is that he is coming back. That is what I do know. I like to tell people I am not on the planning committee, I'm on the welcoming committee. So whenever he decides to come back, I'm all for it. Come on back. I'm ready to go. But that's um, my my thought on that. So when you're asking me when the end time is, I don't know. Nobody knows. Not even Jesus knows. Not on the human nature of Jesus knows, the, the God nature of Jesus knows, but not the human nature of Jesus even knows. Um, do I believe it is the end times though? Absolutely. But it doesn't matter what I believe. It doesn't matter if I believe it's the end times or if it's not the end times. It really doesn't matter what I believe. And the reason I say it doesn't matter is because this is what Jesus said. Jesus says it is the end times. He tells us in Matthew 24, things to look out for. He tells us in Revelations that he is coming back soon. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, Jesus has been gone for over 2000 years. So when exactly is he coming back? How is that soon? But you got to understand that in the Bible, when Jesus and God, when they talk about time frames, sometimes they're talking on human time frames, like earthly time frames, worldly time frames. And at other times they're talking on uh, God's time frame, which God lives outside the realm of time. So, you know, the Bible kind of gives us a little bit of an answer by saying that a thousand years for us is a day to God, is like a day to God. So, so even though Jesus has been gone for 2,000 years, that's kind of only like two days for God. I mean, if you really think about it. So he really hasn't been gone that long and, and through God's perspective. And so when he says he's coming back, I mean, think about it. If he came back any time now, that's pretty quick because it's only been about two days, a little over two days maybe. So, I mean, yeah, I do think we are towards the end of times, though, because of all the things that the Bible tells us and because Jesus told us himself that he was coming back soon. Um, you know, there's a, uh, 
there's a website. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now. I'll probably try to have it in the link on the description if you're watching this on YouTube. If not, I'll try to put it on the podcast link. But there's a, there's a link that you can actually watch earthquakes throughout the world happening like on a daily, hourly basis. And there are so many earthquakes going on. And I'm not talking about just little bitty ones. I'm talking about huge earthquakes going on hourly, daily, throughout the world. And the Bible does tell us that those things are going to happen. And of course, you know, in, in the past we have dealt, you know, people have dealt with the, the Spanish flu and, and, and all kinds of uh, plagues, but nothing has ever been like the coronavirus. Now, let me just make myself perfectly clear, and I've made a, a video about this before, and I think I might have even said it on a podcast before. I do not, and this is these are all my personal opinions, I, for one, do not believe at all that the coronavirus vaccine is the mark of the beast. Now, do I believe it could be a prelude that the devil is going to use to bring out the mark of the beast? Absolutely. I believe that is very possible. But I do not believe it is the mark of the beast. Now, why is that? Well, because nowhere in the Bible does it say it's going to be anything of a medical procedure. And I understand it's a shot. And most of the time when you think of a medical procedure, you think of being cut open, being put under, you know, surgeries and, and stuff like this. But even a shot is a medical procedure. And so nowhere do I think it's going to be a medical procedure. Two, nowhere in the Bible does it even say that, I mean, this is going to be something that you're willingly going to take. You're knowing going to sit there and take this mark of the beast. You are going to know why you are taking this mark. It's not going to be a secret. It's not going to be a surprise. It's not going to be a trick. You are willingly, knowingly going to pledge your allegiance to the beast, and therefore you get the mark of the beast. I do believe that this mark is going to be a spiritual mark. It's going to be a spiritual seal. See, because before it even talks about the mark of the beast, it talks about God sealing all the Christians. And, and that seal is going to be a spiritual seal. It's going to be within. And so I do believe with all my heart that the, the mark of the beast is going to be a spiritual seal. It's going to be a spiritual mark where you pledge your allegiance, but it's something that you're knowingly going to do. So, if you're not taking the vaccine because you believe it might be the mark of the beast, please don't do that. And I'm not telling you to take the vaccine. I'm not telling you not to take the vaccine. I personally have not taken the vaccine. But it's just a preference. It's just your choice. I haven't taken the vaccine because I don't believe for one minute that anybody should mandate or try to force you to take a vaccine or any kind of medical procedure that you are not wanting to take. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if they weren't trying to push it so hard, I probably would have taken it by now. But I mean, let's face the facts, folks. Most of the time when they come up with vaccines, I mean, they're in three to five years worth of studies. And this has only been out for a few months and all of a sudden, boom, they're like, oh, here's a vaccine. I mean, they haven't even tested this out on, on rats. I mean, we are literally the guinea pigs. For this vaccine, and I am not willing to be a guinea pig for it. If it comes out later that, and once it is FDA approved, and once they say, hey, all these things are possible with this happening, if you have these certain conditions, or yada, 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 if you have these allergic reactions, then I will probably most likely take it. 
But until then, I am not going to take it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't take it. If you feel like you need to take it, if you feel like you're in not the best of health and that it would be better for you or your family to take the vaccine, then by all means, take the vaccine. It is not the mark of the beast. Plain and simple. Now, as far as the end times go again, I do believe it is the end times. I do believe the weather is acting crazier than normal. I mean, like I said, I work in the oil field, so I've talked to people from Canada. I've talked to uh, people that live all around the United States. And uh, I was even talking to people that uh, are that live in Colorado. And I don't know how many people are familiar with Colorado, but it gets really cold there. It's, it's a very, very cold place. And I live in the West Texas area, and it's not really gets that cold here. But we had a pretty mild summer this year compared to what our normal summers are. Our normal summers, we're usually over 100 degrees quite often, and it's pretty dry. But this year it's been pretty wet. We've had a lot of rain, and I'm not a fan of the rain because I'm from West Texas, so we don't usually get a lot of rain. So when rain comes, I like a little bit of rain, but not as much as we've been getting. But I'm talking to people in Colorado, and they were saying that they were having 100-degree temperatures, which has never happened in Colorado. There's, there's things that we can't explain with the weather, um, with this uh, coronavirus running around. Um, we got all the famines going on. We got plagues going on. Um, people are dying of hunger. So, yeah, I do believe we're getting close to that time. Plus, it seems like to me that the devil is making himself more relevant. And I don't know if people just haven't noticed or if they just don't care or... You know, like he, he sneaks his way in so that way it's not just so noticeable when he does come out. So, yeah, I do believe that, you know, and with this generation that we're having with the whole, uh, you know, canceling generation, like, you know, you can't say certain things or they want to cancel you or or shut you down or shut you up and everything else. And I just think that's the uh, devil's way of trying to sneak in some more. And so I believe now more than ever, it is very, very important for Christians to stand up, stand out, speak up, and speak out about the truth, about God, about Jesus, and about everything that is going on. Um, me and my wife have recently had conversations where we've noticed that uh, there's more and more people, which psychologists call uh, narcissism. But really, if you look up narcissism, and then if you look up the definition of what exactly narcissism is, and then if you look up the, you know, um, the Jezebel spirit, which it talks about in the Bible, um, they're pretty closely related. So like I told my wife, I'm like, I think it's, it's funny how the devil tries to like, uh, to, uh, not put things such in a spiritual world. Cause he don't want people to think of the spiritual world. He wants people to forget about the spiritual world. And, you know, he's sitting there and we're calling this narcissism when I'm like, no, we need to call it out for what it is. It's, it's the Jezebel spirit. It's an evil spirit. But, uh, you know, with everything that has gone on and, and with this ridiculous president we have, and yes, I said ridiculous president, this is not a political statement, this is my personal statement, this is my personal belief, um, I did serve in the military and there's no way I would serve under Biden's administration, um, but he is literally taking his 
backwards. We're not going forwards. We're going backwards. And we have countries that are literally on the verge of war with us. And, you know, the Bible talks about the wars and rumors of wars. And, yes, I understand since that time we've had World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, uh, Civil War. Um, we've, we've had all kinds of wars since then. I get that. But um, I don't think we've, we've ever faced anything that, that's coming. Um, am I worried about it? Absolutely not. I'm not worried about it. I know where my soul is. I know where Jesus is. I know who Jesus is to me. I know who Jesus is to the world. And you know what's funny is uh, people all the time are like, well, Jesus might be uh, your Savior, but uh, he's not mine. Well, that's not true. That breaks, breaks the laws of logic. Um, Jesus is who he is. Whether you believe it or not, Jesus remains the same. He always remains the same. He doesn't change. He's been that way since the beginning of time, and he'll be that way forever. There is no end for him. And as Christians, I do not want you to worry about the end times. People are so focused on the end times. They're so focused on this mark of the beast that they're not just paying attention to what is now. And what is now is our time to shine. It's our time to speak up. It is our time to tell people the good news of Jesus Christ and the gospel. That's what it's there for. That's why we have Jesus. That's why we are alive to tell others about Jesus. So don't focus on the end time. Don't focus on any of that. Don't focus on when Jesus is coming back. Don't be on the planning committee. Be on the welcoming committee. I mean, that's what I do because our time is of the essence but the good news is, is that when we Christians die, we don't actually die. We just change locations. We just go from here to another place. We don't actually die. So don't be focused on that. And don't be focused on if you're accidentally going to take the mark of the beast because you're not going to accidentally take it. It is going to be purposely, willfully taking. Period. Now. As far as the rest of the end time theories and the rest of the end time prophecies and everything else that they seem to talk about, I don't, I guess I just don't understand why everyone's focused on it. Yeah, I mean, we should keep our eyes open. The Bible tells us that. The Bible tells us that we need to pay attention to these things. We need to be ready for when this time comes. We need to be awake and alert and waiting for the end times. But it doesn't mean that we need to put all our time and focus and, and just stress and worry and everything else about the end times. That's not what that means. We don't need to worry about the end times. Are the end times near? Absolutely. Do you believe that? It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what I It's like, you know, the rock Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson when he used to wrestle. It doesn't matter what you think because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you believe. The Bible tells us that it is the end times. The Bible tells us that Jesus is coming back soon, and that is what we have to go off of. But yes, there are hurricanes going off like crazy. There's earthquakes. Um, you know, in 2017, we had uh, the solar eclipse come from 
one direction. I don't think it's coincidental. Um, the reason I say that is because, um, well, there's a lot of things. It's not just one thing. It's a, it's a few things. For one, um, when the, the solar eclipse came, it first entered into Salem, Oregon, and that's where it first got dark. Well, Salem is short for Jerusalem. I don't know if you knew that, but it's short for Jerusalem. So it was literally dark in Jerusalem, and it was dark in Salem at the exact same time. It crossed over 12 states. 12 is a biblical number. It exited on the 33rd parallel. Jesus was said to be 33 years old when he passed away, when he died, when he was crucified. Um, right after the solar eclipse happened, we had Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Maria, Hurricane uh, Irma. And so those acronyms spell him, H-I-M. Could be a coincidence. I don't know. I don't think it is, but it could be. And then in the middle of the ocean, there was this thing called the Fujiwara. Fujiwara is basically when when two uh, hurricanes intertwine together in the middle of the ocean, and they just kind of like do this dance. It's called a dance, and they do this dance, a Fujiwara, and then they throw each other away. And that's exactly what happened between Hurricane Maria and Hurricane Jose at the exact same time. And Hurricane uh, Maria and Jose is just short for Mary and Joseph. So, you know, you got Mary and Joseph dancing together in the ocean. And you got an acronym that spells him after a solar eclipse happens, crossing 12 states, exiting on the 33rd parallel. And, you know, one of the last known events that an actual uh, hurricane, uh, and see, what's funny is that this uh uh, solar eclipse, sorry, my, my train of thoughts gets lost sometimes. The solar eclipse happened on Yom Kippur. And one of the last times that it happened on Yom Kippur when it actually hit landfall, a solar eclipse, was in the day of Job. And, and I don't know if you know the story of Job, but basically Job was told to go to Nineveh and to tell those people to repent or God was going to come at them, basically. And they had 40 days. And 40 is the number for repentance. I mean, for uh, to uh, to turn back from your ways, to, to retreat, to give up. Like Jesus was tempted for 40 days. It's it's just a time of testing. Jesus was tempted for 40 days. Um, the, the waters, you know, during the day of Noah's were 40 days, 40 nights. Um, all kinds of 40s happen with testing. And so Nineveh was given 40 days to turn back from their evil ways. Well, Job obviously didn't want to do it. You know the story. He ran away. He got swallowed by a fish. He got spit back up. And then Job was like, okay, well, I'm going to go, but I don't think they deserve it. And so he goes to Nineveh and, and basically he doesn't even give them like a really good like sermon. You know, it wasn't like no Billy Graham sermon. It was just, hey guys, uh, God said y'all need to stop doing what you're doing or you're going to die in 40 days. Basically is what he was trying to throw out there because he didn't believe they deserved forgiveness. And see, right before Job showed up, a solar eclipse happened. Now, back then, they didn't have technology like we do now. We didn't, they didn't know what it was. They just knew the sun was being blocked out, and it was on Yom Kippur. And so when Job showed up and he told them this, they believed him because of the sign they saw in the sky with the solar eclipse. So then here we are in 2017. Now we're 2021, but... Uh, four years ago, in 2017, this happened again on landfall, on Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, 
and all these other things happened at that exact same time. Now, the interesting thing is that seven is also a biblical number. That's a perfect number. That's God's holy number, 777. Um, and now, seven years later in 2024, we're going to have another solar eclipse coming the opposite way, coming this way. So we're going to see what happens. I don't know what will happen. I'm not saying it's the end of the world. I'm not saying it's the end of times. I'm just saying something significant will happen. I don't know what it is, but it is going to happen. It's happened every time since, so I don't know why it wouldn't now. So, yeah, I, I do believe that the uh, end times are near, uh, not just because God and Jesus told me it was, but because of the signs that they said would happen and the things that would be happening are happening. And it seems to me that things are happening a lot faster now. They're happening a lot more common now. And, um, you know, of course, the devil tries to cover things up to make it look more scientific or try to give a scientific explanation for it and or a philosophical explanation for it or a cosmological explanation for it. But really, when it boils down to it, there, there's not an explanation to it other than it was predicted. It was told it was going to happen and it is happening. So those are my two cents about the end times. Now, guys, I don't have a lot of time for today. I'm sorry about that. If you would like to be on the, my podcast and be featured on a YouTube video, because all my podcasts go to YouTube videos as well, please contact me. The description is down below. That's my email address. It's richard at thechristianapologist.org. Contact me. Um, if you have a subject, if you have questions that you want to know about, contact me. Send me your question. Send those to me. I will put it in a podcast as soon as I possibly can and put it on a YouTube channel as soon as I possibly can. And even maybe, you know, try to get you featured on there. If you want to be featured on there, leave a phone number and I will contact you with the time and a date that we can do a podcast together. You don't have to come all the way down here to West Texas. You can stay where you're at and we can just do it over the phone. But either way, we can get it done. Um, the name of my book, by the way, is going to be... Uh, uh, stand for God. Um, it's uh, basically just going to be about Christian apologetics. Um, let's see here. It's supposed to be out in six to eight months, according to the publisher, but it's stand for God. Will the defendant please rise? Evidence for God's existence. And uh, it's not a very long book. It's not a very short book, but it's uh, I think it's right about right in the middle. Um, I think I've tried to do my best to break it down so everybody can understand what's being said and what's being done because you know there's a lot of Christian apologists out there um, that I admire and I respect and I watch and I learn a lot from but some of the wording they use and, and some of the phrases they use makes it really hard to understand for just everyday basic people and so I tried to break down everything I could into simpler terms so everybody could understand um, I hope everybody likes it. I will put out a, uh, a bulletin and, and everything else when the book does come out. So if people want to purchase it, they can. Um, thank you for all the emails. Thank you for all the Instagram messages. Thank you for all the YouTube messages. Um, just contacting me, asking me if I'm okay. Yes, I'm okay. Um, I just get extremely, extremely, extremely busy. Um, yeah, someday I'm hoping that, you know, 
the the between the book and the podcast and YouTube and everything else that I can just do this full time and I wouldn't have to do that and I could be making more podcasts and more videos and more uh, uh, everything else, <clears throat> writing more books. And so, but if anybody has any questions, any concerns, if uh, you want to rebuttal anything I'm having to say, um, I am about to start doing speakings at uh, colleges, high schools, churches. And if you think your church or your high school or your college would be interested in having someone come and talk to them, the information is the same down below. Just email me at richard at the Christian apologist.org and uh, we'll try to get something set up. But uh, hopefully I can be back next week. Hopefully I'm not working and tied up on a rig and it's hot and it's nasty and it stinks, but it pays the bills, so that's what I do. So hopefully I'm back next week and giving you another podcast, another YouTube video. But until then, God bless.